Hey everyone, thank you for joining the Pastor Resources Podcast. Hope you enjoy the reading of our latest article. The Pharisee Frog Many years ago, the seminary where I attended had invited a guest speaker to preach at one of the chapel services. While I don't remember anything about the subject, I remember something he said in passing. I have heard a lot of Pharisee frogs in my ministry, always croaking, Yeah, but, yeah, but. (laughs) Well, for some reason, that has stuck in my mind for all these years and throughout my ministry. Every time I would hear a deacon or an elder or a worship leader or member use this term, I would always want to say, Are you trying to be a Pharisee frog? I know that most of you have heard uh, quite a few times, yeah, buts. If you have spent any time in church or in ministry work, in fact, it seems that this statement has become even more prolific in modern times, due to, in a large part, the fact that we humans have access to more information than we have had at any time in history. The Internet has seemed to make everyone an expert on everything, including theology. No matter what you discuss about the Bible, someone will do a quick Google search and want to debate you on the placement of every comma, period, and quotation mark. This has indeed made ministry more challenging than at any time in the past, although We would never say it out loud, but in the secret places in our mind, most of us who have been called to ministry long for the day when people were ignorant about Scripture and just believed what you told them. However, I present to you that this information boom is not a curse. It's a blessing for the following three reasons. Reason number one, we are now challenged to make sure that people to whom we are ministering are trained properly so they can sort through the noise of the internet and find sound truth and teaching. We humans have always been fascinated with the latest discoveries. We love hearing something new or discovering the bigger, better deal. Because of this fascination, many have followed trends and teaching that are contrary to sound spiritual principles. More than ever before, it is important to help People properly know what the Bible actually says, not just what we think it says. There is nothing new when it comes to the truth, because from the very beginning, God has always been the source of truth, right? We are not guiding people into new theology, but something that is as old as Christianity itself. So let us remind all believers of the words of Jeremiah. Stand in the roadway and look. Ask about the ancient paths. Which is the way that is good? And then take it and find rest for yourselves. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16, CBS. Number two. 
The more the sheep know, the better the shepherd needs to know. Too many ministers graduate from seminary or Bible college and and never learn anything more. They want to spend their ministries regurgitating what they spent all their money to learn. However, what we all know is that the real world is much different than the sanitized world of seminary. Out there, people do not take everything we say as the gospel. As has been stated before above, they will challenge everything that we say or that we think. This means that we must continue to learn to seek God and revelation of truth so that we can speak with a clear, resolute voice that his sheep will recognize and follow. The only thing I learned for sure after nine years of Bible college and seminary is how to be a student. And this is to be a lifelong endeavor. Number three, never allow Pharisee frogs to cast doubt on the true gospel. As most of you are aware, the word gospel has come to be so associated with everything we preach, and in a way that is all good news. However, there is one aspect of our message that is the true gospel, and that is Jesus Christ died for our sins. And it is only through him that we can find salvation. The Apostle Paul expounded on this fact many times throughout his writings. But the one thing that he made clear over all is that salvation is by grace alone. And we have no ability to earn it. For you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is a gift from God, not from works, so that no man can boast. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 and 9, the Pharisee frogs will begin to speak up at this point and say things like, yeah, but, (laughs) oh, yeah, but, after we are saved, we have to keep on working to, to, to keep it up. Well, If this is the case, then, what Paul told the Romans in chapter 4, verses 4 and 5, would be a lie. Now, to the one who works, now, to one who works, pay is not credited as a gift, but as something owed. But to the one who does not work, but believes on him who declares the ungodly to be righteous, His faith is credited to him as righteousness. There's nothing we can do to earn it in the first place or earn the right to keep it. It is not a wage we deserve. It's a gift we have been given because only in Christ can we find the righteousness of God. Don't allow the Pharisee frogs to discourage your message of grace and truth. Jesus Christ came to save those who have missed the mark, and without him alone, we are all lost. 
thank God there is no yeah buts in the gospel. Thanks again for listening to the Pastor Resources Podcast. To read all of our articles, head over to pastorresources.com and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more articles and special interviews.